Hello Cancer, welcome to Embodied Astrology. You are listening to the month ahead audio horoscopes for Taurus season. This is your horoscope. My name is Renee. I am a somatic movement educator, an embodied intuitive, and a consulting astrologer. I'm going to do my best to tune in with the archetypal energy of Cancer and offer a transmission for you for uh, Taurus season, April 19th through May 20th. Make the meaning that's meaningful for you. Take what works and leave the rest. Horoscopes are a kind of general art. They are not as specific as your natal chart would be. I always recommend that people check in with the horoscopes for both their sun and their rising sign. You'll get different information from each. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you tuned in with your horoscope last month for Aries season, I was mentioning that at the end of Aries season, you come to a kind of um, clarification moment. And there's something about the direction that you're going in your life, some um, path that you're trying to forge for yourself. And this could have to do with your work in the world, your career, your vocation, uh, but it doesn't necessarily have to do with that. It will include that because I think it's bigger and it has to do with a way of being in the world and something that you stand for and want to stand for. As we move into Taurus season, on the heels of that clarifying moment or whatever the decision is, or I don't know <laughs> what, what this uh, feels like for you, I do want to say it's not something that comes out of the blue. It's like something you're in process with uh, over the course of March and April, and then something gets cohesive or, or something lands for you around April 18th. Then we move into Taurus season, April 19th, and you start to build upon whatever it is that lands. As we move into Taurus season, this feeling of a new direction becomes really strong. You are moving in a new direction. You're moving towards your future. As we move in the direction of our futures, it's natural that we have hopes and wishes and ideas about how it's going to turn out. And there's also often doubt, fear, concern, and worry. <clears throat> in this season, in Taurus season, there's a lot of that. <laughs> there's, there's probably a lot of all of it. The hopes and the wishes and the enthusiasm and also the doubt and the worry. And there's a lot to be hopeful for, and there's a lot to be really anxious about in the world, right? We're in a moment when everybody in the world is really facing pretty profound change and the need for change. There's a lot of turbulence, a lot of chaos, environmentally, economically, institutionally, politically, and of course, this is rippling into all of our personal lives. Now, you may be a person who is oriented towards the political or towards the social, and definitely your horoscope right now conveys a feeling of engagement with some kind of larger group cause or larger group or collective awareness. Now, I do want to say that there are all kinds of activism. So you might feel yourself participating in a larger group cause in the ways that you balance your checkbooks every month and parent your children. You might feel yourself participating in a larger group cause because you're phone banking every other night and pounding the pavement getting signatures for something. It doesn't necessarily matter 
uh, to me at least, how you're engaging, but it feels like you are engaged in something. And this something is both personal and political. The personal is the political, right? So there's not a separation right now between your idealism and your goals for yourself and your idealism and goals for the, for the world. In whatever ways you are wanting to evolve and update your own being in how you live, in the decisions you make, in the impact that you have, this is mirrored in what you want for society. So one place to start, I guess, is just to meditate on this connection. When you feel into what you want for yourself and what you want for the world, how do they come together? How do you see them acting and interacting? You're not the one to save the world solo. You know that. (laughs) You have to work with other people. And the ways that you work with other people towards your idealism will be both personal and political. It will be uh, in your personal relationships and in your professional or less personal relationships, more casual spaces. They are not so different from one another. There's something that you're up to right now that feels like a very clear continuity between your inner life, your relational life, and the external life that you're living and the way that you're acting and interacting in the world and what you desire for the world. So if you can meditate on the connections between these two spaces or different ways that you might view yourself or view the world and clarify for yourself how they go together, that could be useful if you haven't been doing it already, and I imagine that many of you have. And if you have, then continue to do this work and continue to bring the awareness of continuity into all of the different spaces. So if you're engaging in a protest, if you're out doing big uh, actions in your activism, take the time to look people in the eyes. Take the time to pause, right, and check in with your companion and touch their back and ask how they're feeling. If you're moving towards a revolution in the world, take the time to make sure that that revolution is also happening in your relationships and in your close-in, one-on-one moments. Likewise, when you're uh, engaging with your intimates, with people who know you really well, when you're engaging uh, in any context where there's the need for trust or intimacy or vulnerability, always keep in mind this bigger picture, this idea of systemic change that you're working for. And I think it's really important that all of us do this right now, that we meditate on the ways that our desires for change in the world need to be big actions, but they also need to be very personal and conscious decisions and practices. So you've probably heard, you know, when people are sounding the call to abolish the police, that there's also a call to abolish the cop inside your head. If we grow up in a system that is rooted in carceral punishment and uh, oppressive fear, 
then of course we're going to internalize those systems. We're going to punish ourselves first in order to avoid external forms of punishment. We'll punish each other in our relationships. This is, this is the place where I feel you working right now. You have a lot of big ideas about how things could be or should be or would be if people could just get on board. How are you enacting these changes for yourself cellularly, relationally, breath by breath, moment by moment? Can you be accountable to yourself and to the people who are relating directly with you? as you aim and strive to be accountable to these larger goals that you have. There may be directions that you are pushing for in your life right now that feel like they're being held up by the personal. In whatever it is that you are hoping for yourself, that you're trying to move towards, it feels to me like you are breaking through some barriers that you are being really experimental, that you might have a lot of enthusiasm and excitement and a need for liberation. You want to do something that's different. You don't want to repeat the same old story in your life. You want to live towards a future that is more aligned with, I don't know what it is, some kind of imaginative uh, freedom space. Excellent. And? There may be hangups right now. There may be hangups in relationship with the people who you want to go on this ride with you. There may be needs to slow down, to talk things through, to give time and space for accountability and for trust. And you need to move in accordance with the needs of the people you are wanting to move with. If you move faster than they are ready to move right now, you risk stalling yourself and your process for even longer. You risk greater stagnation and frustration on everybody's account. If you give things the time for the process that they need, you'll be grateful for it. I want to give a word of caution here about emotional manipulation the water signs especially are, mm, <laughs> it's their superpower to, to emotionally manipulate. And that's not about you who identify with a water sign because all of us have all the water signs in our charts. And when our water sign placements get triggered, uh, we can easily all engage with emotional manipulation. Emotional manipulation is not always a bad thing. Um, if you've been around like children who aren't listening to reason, uh, sometimes emotional manipulation is a tactic. Um, if it's really rooted in fear and punishment, again, got to look at that cop inside of your head. But many water signs are geniuses at turning the dials in the inner world and appealing to another sensitivity or speaking directly to the heart and to the emotion through empathy, through compassion. As you try to figure out how to move in the direction that you are moving, you want to be aware of tactics of emotional manipulation that you employ. 
the first, the first little suggestion here is to be aware, not necessarily to not use them, but to know if you're using them, to be conscious if you're using them, and don't default to them because they're easier than having a clear and direct conversation. There's information in your chart right now that is asking for clarity, for direction, for um, an, an objective <laughs> information-based conversation. When you resort to emotional manipulation, you miss the opportunity to parse out the information for everybody to get on board. I'm not saying that you are being emotionally manipulative. I'm saying notice it. Notice how you're working in the emotional realm. If, other, if you feel that others are being emotionally manipulative with you, slow down. Make space for a conversation. Try and bring things above board. The more that you can have clear, direct communication and work with the information that is available on all levels, the easier it is to move in the direction that you want to move. Okay. Last thing I'll say about this is that there may be some other kinds of hangups in the, in the direction that you want to be moving that have to do with fear um, or that have to do with some variant of fear or deep emotional process that can't be moved more quickly than, it, than it's going to move. This is also the time for information. It doesn't have to be a lot of information. If you or another person is deeply in an emotional process and you're not sure how to get to the next step, saying that can be the information that everybody needs. Making it conscious, bringing it above board, not getting pulled into weird psychodramas, that would be the goal, <laughs> that would be the aim. And if it feels like your progress is stopped because you or other people are fearful of change, honor that, honor that. The change that you are looking for and the direction that you're trying to move wants to be steady, stable, and sustainable. I do not see in your chart that you're in a place where you wanna burn everything up, explode the bridges, throw the babies and the bathwater out. That's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that you are working towards something that you want to last and that you want to be reliable and that you want to be able to trust. Give it the time that it needs. Okay, so this kind of tension that I'm talking about, like this tension between where you want to go and what it requires uh, from you to get there, is definitely... Uh, a kind of peak tension feeling for the first 10 days or so of Taurus season. And so as I mentioned at the beginning, right as we come into Taurus season, it feels like some there's some clarity for you. You're like, this is, this is the way. And then you got to figure it out, right? Like it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to move across the country or whatever it is, you know, that you're feeling clear about. And then... <laughs> You have to work it out with all your roommates. You've got to figure out how to get out of your lease. You've got to find the new place where you're going to live. You've got to break it to your friends, da, da, da. So it's like there's something that's going on that's like, 
ah, you know where you want to go, and it doesn't always happen so fast, okay? So just give it the time. As we get into um, mid-May, and certainly as we get into June and July, uh, there is more movement. And for you, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting time. You know, for a lot of the world, it's like there is more movement. And for you, there's more movement and it feels like you're brought into a kind of a deep space. And the sense that I get is that in Taurus season and, and leading up to Taurus season for a while now, um, at least for the last, I don't know, five months since the end of, of 2020, um, there's been a lot of external focus or something. It's like you've been busy, you've been out in the world, you've been doing things, you've been using a lot of energy. And then as we get into the end of May, something starts to shift and it feels like you're called to come more inward. And this might sound like, um, like you're not moving in this, in this direction that you've been trying to move, but I don't, I don't feel that way. It's more like, you know what it's like? It's, if you've ever been in a, in a yoga class and a teacher has told you to do less, that's the feeling that I'm getting. It's like, where are you working and you don't need to work? What are you holding up that you could actually put down? Where are you efforting and striving and it's just a waste of your energy? That's the feeling that I get. It's like as you get into the end of May or mid-May, there's kind of like this reminder for you, this big breath in that you have incredible internal resource and that you really want to be tending to that. And there is openness and expansion and new development for you in your intuition, in your psychic body, in your empathic body. It feels like you are supported at this point to have the kinds of conversations that will help you move in the direction that you want to move. And maybe up until this point, you were struggling with language. You may have been struggling to articulate some of the things that were going on for you or some of your desires or um, plans or something like that. And then you start to get support. It's like you get um, uh, a little bit of a magnifying glass to read the small print of your psyche, you know, that's been kind of uh, floating around in the ethers, but you haven't totally yet, you know, been able to convey what's going on for you. So you get some support there. And I do want to say that um, this is a, it's a good time for you in May and June to, to take a pause and to be internally reflective. May 15th, we start to move into Mercury retrograde cycle time. Um, the shadow period extends from the 15th to the 30th and, and Mercury will station retrograde on the 30th. So I'll be talking a lot more about that next month in the Gemini season horoscopes. But as we move into the shadow, um, the sense that I get is that your brain wants to relax, that your mind wants to relax, and that you want to kind of withdraw attention from the outer world to some extent and bring it into your inner world and your inner landscape. Um, and you're super supported to do this at this time. And I will say that because we're moving towards a Mercury retrograde, it's extra important for you to notice what you're doing with information, um, specifically because of this retrograde's placement in your chart. If you feel emotionally or mentally overwhelmed, or if you feel like you're being asked for information that you don't have access to yet, 
it is much better for you to ask someone to wait and to tell them that you don't know than to uh, move forward with like some piece of it that you do know. Quietness and uh, taking time to absorb all of your thoughts and the conversations you're having or trying to have will benefit you at this time. Um, this isn't a time when you necessarily are quick with knowing or, um, or actions that you want to take. Now, again, I want to be clear that this isn't an antithesis to the direction that you're trying to move. I mean, you are building a new future for yourself. You have cool ideas about what you're doing in the world and how you want to get there. And any time that you take to deepen in, to really check in with your own intention is just going to help you. And so again, I just want to kind of like bring an underscore to the need that you have right now for accountability and trust in all of your processes. And that uh, first is going to happen with you. And then it's going to happen with your relationships. First is you with you, then you with other people. Also in mid-May, uh, we get a little bit of a preview of some energy that is going to be a dominant energy in 2022. This is the transit of Jupiter in Pisces. From May 13th until July 29th, Jupiter will make an ingress into the early degrees of Pisces. Then it'll retrograde back into Aquarius for the next several months. But during this time, mid-May till the end of July, there is this kind of preview. There's an opening to some new energy. For you, this is a beautiful, expansive feeling when it comes to your life purpose and your life path. It feels like something is getting opened up inside of you at this time, that you are understanding uh, some kind of deeper motivation, deeper intention, that you are able to access how you might want to move with that motivation and intention um, in general and towards specific causes or, or aims that you have with your life. This is an incredible time for you to immerse yourself in teachings, in the wisdom, in the guidance that calls to you, that speaks to you. If you have any kind of spiritual practice, if you have any, um, you know, authors or guides that really speak to you, that always light you up and fill you up, this is an amazing time to connect in with them and to infuse your mind with potential, with hope, with the inspiration of what is it that you are here wanting to live into. This is also a big opportunity for those of you who are teachers or facilitators of some kind. So if your work involves helping people be themselves in some way, if you are holding space for people to have experiences, if you are teaching them um, in, in whatever way teaching takes, um, if you are involved in the healing arts at all, if you are involved in any kind of um, like progressive movement towards um, coming together, you know, between people. I wanted to use the word unification and then I'm like, no, that's not actually the word at all because diversity and biodiversity is life. Like we, it's not about coming together, but there's something that I'm feeling that, you know, could exist across so many different disciplines or um, gestures, you know, but it is a feeling of heart openness 
<laughs> it is a feeling of healing. It's a feeling of if you're a person who is here to remember your essence and you want to help people remember their essence, whether you're doing that by tending to their bodies or helping them learn and identify plants or birds or you're looking at the sky with your kids or something like that. If you are teaching or holding space or facilitating in some way, this is an amazing time for you to be thinking about how you want to hold the wisdom that you're here to offer. There are opportunities for you to do this in ways that will make sense for you in your life. And so from mid-May until the end of July, keep an eye and ear out for those opportunities and start to dream into them. They will definitely be ready to manifest more starting at the end of this year, beginning of next year. But it's also a cool time for you now to start drawing those opportunities in and imagining for yourself what they'll be. Okay. I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope any and all of that is helpful and interesting for you. If you want more, check out the 2021 Year Ahead Report for your sign. I offer those reports for every sign. They are an hour and a half long readings that include information on the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of 2021, along with suggestions for how to meet them. You can find those reports at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. On my website, you can also find information about my extended content subscription. You can subscribe by donation at any amount, monthly, quarterly, or annually, and get access to my extended content, my month ahead calendars, and twice monthly Zoom meetups where we learn about astrology through embodiment and chart work with one another. You can follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, where I post regular astro updates. And if you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you feel so inspired, your financial tips are always appreciated. Thanks for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in Taurus season and beyond. <laughs>